This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. We've got an exciting program for you today. I'm Donna Chavis, and I want to thank you for joining us for Messianic Vision. You know, since the beginning of time, the prophetic movements in our church history and also in today's contemporary life are led by two mighty streams, the prophet, whose revelation is primarily verbal, and the seer, whose revelation is more visionary in nature. Well, our guest today is both. He is a prophet and a seer, and he is certainly no stranger to the It's Supernatural and Messianic Vision audience. So please welcome Dr. James Gall. James, thank you for being with us. How are you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, and I want everybody out there to know that God is good all Amen. That's that's a great way to start. James, I'm going to jump right in here. I have been reading your new book, The Discerner, and then also I've worked with you uh, several times in, in years past, and I know that you've had a lot of encounters with God, but one of the most powerful ones you have ever had was just recently. You were asleep, uh, and you were awakened, and you pick it up from there. Yes. So um, there is where there is that still quiet voice of the Holy Spirit within the heart of a believer. But then there is the rare, more exception where it is, can be, and it's biblical, folks, Mm -hmm. the external audible voice of the Lord. But so recently um, when I was asleep and I'm having a dream And I'm literally awakened uh, by the Holy Spirit's activity of just his power is actually moving physically upon my body. And I can feel it, though I am asleep. And then um, I I am just like started like um, being empowered by the Holy Spirit. And I wake up, but I wake up by hearing my own voice. Yes. Because Jesus said, out of your innermost being will flow forth rivers of living water. And so I started prophesying out loud, though I was asleep. And so that is actually a parable in itself. I woke up. Mm -hmm. There's a word right there for us, for the body of Christ. It is time for us to wake up out of our sleep. But you're going to wonder, well, what did what were the words? What <laughs> so I heard myself declaring out loud with the power of God. I'm literally shaking in the bed, and and um, the God's word says that we tremble at His word. So here I am. I'm trembling at His word. I'm having a dream. The Holy Spirit activates the voice of God within me in the gift of prophecy. I start declaring out loud. I wake myself up, and I hear myself prophesying out of the room. These are the beginnings of the days of acceleration. And I just kept prophesying. I kept declaring it over and over in my room. And the room now was filled with a tangible manifested presence of the destiny of God. And I was declaring, these are the days of the beginning of acceleration. These are the beginning of the days of acceleration. <laughs> now, I want to already speak to you out there because you can say, well, what kind of acceleration or, or who is this? This word is for you. Yes, this word was to me. Yes, this word is about the global moves of God in the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is called the finger of God. That means he's personal, and he has the capacity to touch you in a way that no one else can. 
Yes. I speak this now over each of these listeners right now. And I say over you, you might have prayed. You might have waited. You might have tarried. You might be starting to wear thin, perhaps. But I tell you, these are the days of acceleration and that for which you have prayed for, that for which you have waited. It's like the new channels are opening up in, 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 in the reservoir of God. And it's flood time. And I declare things are going to speed up in the purpose of God in your life and in the corporate move of God across the earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, speaking of a word for everybody, like I said at the beginning of the program, I've been reading your new book, The Discerner, James. And honestly, there is something in there that just caught my attention so strongly. You are talking about this is a gift that if we learn to apply this gift and unlock this gift in our lives, then this can impact not just us spiritually, but physically, emotionally, even down to the decisions that we make every day. That is powerful. That is so powerful. And you tell us that that each one of us needs to become a discerner, no matter what our personal background is or our, our function in the body, whether we're a minister, whether we're not a minister. But each one of us needs to become a discerner. Explain. Yes, that is so true. Thank you for pointing that out, and 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 thank you for interviewing me, and 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 that we can bring this current word. See, man does not live by bread alone. Jesus said, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yes. God has spoken. God speaks, and God will be speaking. And so, in that light. Obviously, the Holy Spirit has inspired the written Word of God. Then the Holy Spirit will come along, and He will illuminate a passage. He will make the Logos, the written, into a rhema, a spoken. And that is partially is what has happened for me. There is a theme verse that is in this book, The Discerner, that comes from Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. And so what I'm going to tell you is that this is the Bible, and it is written historically, and it is written for each of you. So now listen to this verse, Hebrews 5, 14. Solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have their senses trained to discern good and evil. Yes. As the days unfold, one of the greatest needs is for discerning people. Satan's number one weapon is deception. The church's number one need is discernment. Yes. The discerner will take you on a journey of discovering into God's revelation for us today. So we each no matter what our occupation, no matter our age, no matter how old or young we are as believers in Christ, we need to be discerners. We need to do more than only hear the voice of God, because we also hear our flesh. We also hear, at times, the voice of the enemy. And we hear the voice of the world. Yes. And we hear God. We need to be able to decipher, interpret, discern good mm-hmm. and evil. And I encourage each of you out there that God wants you to grow in wisdom. Yes. God wants you to grow in practical areas of life where we pray. We have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and it might be your feeler. It might be your knower. It's like, huh, this doesn't seem right. And you're going like, oh, well, what's that? I don't know. You know. No, pay attention. That can be the Holy Spirit's discerning to you, for you, and through you in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. You know, even when we're children, we start learning about 
perception and uh, senses. You know, we learned that we have five main senses, you know, our, our touch, our smell, our see, that kind of thing. But I love how you talk about revelation. I know most people think revelation, well, they think supernatural, but you you uh, parallel the two, the natural and the supernatural senses that God has given us. These, you call them powers of perception. I love that part about this teaching. Yeah. And see, and that comes from that verse I just quoted. It says, who practice their senses. So you have to ask the question, well, what senses is that talking about? Mm -hmm. Now, in a way, I wish it was talking about common sense. (laughs) Because sometimes, ah, excuse me, the church is a little lacking in them. Okay, I'll leave that alone now. Now, but, okay, I think you got the point. I got it. But, yeah, but it's who practice their senses. And so one of the things that as I keep growing in the Lord, I just learned that it's natural, mm-hmm. supernatural, and we are to be supernaturally natural. And it's often first in the natural and then in the spiritual mm-hmm. the way. There's scriptures that uh, prove that. So what are our senses that we are to practice? And I believe that one of the keys is surrendering our senses unto the Holy Spirit. And so that would be, as you have already alluded, that would be our sight. Mm-hmm. That's a, mm-hmm. That would be our hearing. That is a natural sense. It is can be our smell, our taste. Yes. And our one of them is touch, our sense of feelings, yes. the seat of our emotions. Now, we're not to be led by every feeling, and yet at the same time, the Holy Spirit, God the Father, has feelings. Mm-hmm. And he wants to express those. It'll be like Jesus, and he felt compassion. Yes. Or it'll say, and he saw the multitudes, and he and he knew that they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so if you really study the Gospels, you will see that Jesus, a natural man, moves in the supernatural realms of the Holy Spirit that you can find throughout. He felt, he knew, he had um, uh, uh, divine knowings, he saw ahead, he saw ahead of time. We can move in these ways ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I encourage every one of you believers that are out there right now, I want us to surrender our senses. See, in Romans chapter 12, it says that we are to worship the Lord, and one of the ways that we worship Him is by setting apart our temples, that's our bodies, our temples unto the Lord. And another little principle in the book of Romans, it says, to whom you present your members of your body, they become a slave. Mm-hmm. So the sin, they'll be a captive to ongoing habitual sin patterns. But here's the good news. If you'll present the members of your body unto righteousness, they'll become a slave or, how about this, a servant to righteousness. Yes. So right now, get ready. I'm already going to pray. <laughs> I pray over your eyes in the natural and we set them apart unto God. And now we're asking, Holy Spirit, anoint our sight in the natural and layer it now with gifts and anointing and presence of the Holy Spirit so that we can have enhanced powers of perception of the seer realm. So let's just deal with two of them right now. And I pray, we pray over our ears. The Bible says throughout, it says, and let them hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. So if he says, let us hear, well, let's hear. So we submit our ears unto the Lord. 
We ask the blood of Jesus to cleanse us from all verbal abuse. Yes. And any areas of trauma that hinder us from being able to really hear that God is good. And I now speak a blessing over you. We set apart our sight. We set apart our hearing. We surrender our senses. And now we welcome Holy Spirit's anointing presence and power to be layered, covered, anointed upon our senses so we can be discerners of good and evil in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. You know what? In that prayer, I, I just, as I, as I was listening to you pray, I, I just kept hearing these words that I'd read in your book and that were just so just so powerful. Um, you, you said you can't activate your own senses, so you tell us, uh, just like you just prayed for those that are listening, surrender those senses and ask Him to anoint them and activate them. And then you used this word, enhance, and then he will enhance our our senses. James, (laughs) I'd love for you to share with our listeners the story, Um, you know, when I think about, so what does it mean to enhance? What does it mean to enhance? You told a little story about when you were a little boy and you used to watch a black and white TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I remember. Now, see, some of you out there listening, you might not have a page for this because you're not old enough, but... I remember the day when we had a black and white television set. I remember the day my father, my my father, that's a good word, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And my dad brought home, by surprise, a color television set. Oh, my gosh. It was like, really? Look at that. That's amazing. That's as beautiful as life itself. Wow. And in my own life, then, in a natural spiritual parallel, I went from what I would consider kind of a black and white vision to then an anointing of the Holy Spirit through the presence, power, and welcoming the gifts of the Holy Spirit, where it was like my internal visionary capacity shifted from black and white to omnivision overnight. And so he enhanced. Now, let me, let me bring that up to today's lingo. Uh, we have now HDTV. Oh, yes. We have Blu-ray versus DVD. Well, I like my VHSs. <laughs> I like my DVDs. But the next generation don't even relate to that. It's Blu-ray. Or now it's HDTV, or now it's HDTV4 or something, whatever that is. I don't know. But it's because technology keeps advancing. Yes. So there's an enhancement. There's a greater coloration. There's greater, like, precision. There's greater enhancement. Yes, yes. the natural to the spiritual. It's that way in the days of acceleration. Yes, yes. Holy Spirit brings increase. I also use this word. It's time for upgrade. Upgrade. Yes, yes. So we surrender our senses to the Holy Spirit. We ask him to anoint and activate them for his purposes, and he will enhance them. And I loved when you're talking about the TV. Well, you know, when we watch that beautiful HD color TV, everything is more real. It's more vibrant. It's more clear. So we're, we're able to just I mean, just soak up. I feel like uh, it's like turning a light on in a dark room. And so uh, I just I've learned so much in this book so far, so I can't wait for everyone to get it. But let's take a little break. You're listening to Messianic Vision, and we've got lots more with our very special guest today, Dr. James Gall. James' brand new book is sure to become a classic for believers for decades to come. The book is entitled The Discerner, and James is also including three CDs with two 
two powerful messages on each CD for a total of six messages. These are exclusively for our It's Supernatural and Messianic Vision audience. You can't get them anywhere else, so we're making them available to you today. The Discerner is both a wonderful introduction for beginners like myself to the prophetic lifestyle and a challenging call for those who already are immersed in prophetic revelation. Well, when we come back, James is going to teach us how to unlock our spiritual senses and, and what is meant by the sixth sense. So don't miss it. We'll be right back. James Gall says he wants you to do more than just hear a word from God. One of the devil's greatest schemes is deception. One of the church's greatest needs is discernment. Call now and get James Gall's revelatory book, The Discerner, and six-part audio CD teaching You Can Be a Discerner, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9551. Through James Gall's new book and six-part audio CD teaching, you will learn how to hear, confirm, and act on prophetic revelation in a way never thought possible before. Through his book and audio CDs, you will find out that without discernment and sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, you cannot progress in your use of any gifts and callings. Understand how to hear God's voice in a clear way, filtering out any influence from other voices, which are trying to interfere with God's agenda for your life. Learn how to surrender your senses of seeing, hearing, smelling, touching and tasting to the Holy Spirit so that God can anoint them and activate them for His purposes. Begin to hear things from a divine dimension in a way you've never heard before. Begin to experience your ordinary sense of sight, becoming enriched with spiritual sight, enabling you to see beyond the limits of human vision into the invisible realm of God's kingdom. Learn to identify angels as well as their counterparts, demons. Gain a higher degree of wisdom regarding what God wants you to do and how to fulfill God's purpose in your everyday life. Having James Gall teach you on these three audio CDs is like having him come and teach you in the comfort of your own home. James will personally pray for you for surrendering your five senses to God as an act of worship so that God will begin to bring increase of anointing that will flow through you in a higher level than ever before. An impartation for you to increase in discerning the voice of God from any others. A release of conviction, revelation, discernment, and freedom to you and your entire family. Don't miss out on getting James Gall's revelatory book, The Discerner, and six-part audio CD teaching, You Can Be a Discerner. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9551. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9551 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or right today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I'm Donna Chavis with my very special guest today, Dr. James Gall. And before we went to break, I said that James is going to teach us how to unlock our spiritual senses. And then later on in this segment, we're going to talk about the sixth sense. So James, welcome back with us. And um, let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, we, we mentioned earlier about, you know, the first step is for us to surrender our senses. That's our first step of action. If if we're going to tell the folks, how do we do that? What do we pray? What do we say if we want to literally surrender our senses? That's really wonderful, Donna. You know, I grew up on hymns in the church, and some of you listeners out there might have also, and it might be something, so I'm just going to use this for a moment, to build a bridge, and then I'm going to lead us in a prayer. But there is a, a uh, an old hymn, and it goes, I surrender all, all to Jesus I surrender, I surrender all. Yes. It's like, here you go, God, it's yours, and I worship you with all that I am, all that I hope to be, because my life is not my own. It was bought with a price, and I surrender to you. So how about this? Lord Jesus, I surrender my whole self to you, including 
all my senses. I long to know you better. Yes. So, Father, here we are. Fill us, use us as we bring all that we are and all that we hope to be. Anoint our senses in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And as a second step uh, to unlocking our senses, you say is now you've surrendered, declare your freedom. Oh, mercy. And I love the word you just used. (laughs) There's petitioning prayers, asking, and then there is declaring a thing, and it will be. And so now after we surrender in worship and in petition prayer, then we can move into declaring freedom because some of us have hindrances. Some of us saw something perhaps in growing up, and we go, I just don't know if I can handle anything more like that. Some of us have heard verbal abuse. Some of us have felt hurt or wounded or things of this nature. All of us probably have to some degree. And so Jesus said he came to set the captives free. Yes. So we first worship and present ourselves and we surrender. And then the second step that Donna's mentioning is now we declare freedom. We declare freedom to our own body, our soul, mind, will, and emotions, and our spirit. You can speak to your sight. You can speak to your hearing, your taste, your smell. And so here's a declaration. Senses become unlocked in the name of Jesus. And I declare that you are no longer a captive to the patterns of the past. I present my senses to the one true and holy God for reclaiming and for purification and for utilization for the kingdom of God. We declare, you shall know the truth. And yes. truth will set us free. Yes. And we declare that word over even our senses in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. That's pretty exciting, isn't it, James? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what? I'd love to talk about three words that, that we're, we're using here in talking about senses. Uh, the first two, uh, physical, uh, seeing, and feeling. And then the third one, what we're calling the sixth sense. So let's start with the first one, seeing. Thank you very much. I think some of you might know that I wrote a book before The Discerner, actually 12 years ago. Yes, I can't believe that. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Called The Seer. Now, this book, The Discerner, it stands alone, but it also builds upon this earlier book called The Seer. Now, I believe the Bible teaches that we have more than one set of eyes. Really? Yes. Yes. You have them in the natural. And you also have what Paul the Apostle in the book of Ephesians and other places in Scripture call the eyes of the heart. I'm going to give us right now a Scripture verse. Listen to this, what I'm going to say. That I prayed, I believe in praying the Bible. Yes. You want to pray a perfect prayer out there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pray the Word of God. Right. I took Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, and I prayed it every day for 10 straight years over my life. Wow. And and this is about the eyes. Yeah, you can say, wow, that was a lot of discipline. (laughs) It was a lot of hunger. That's what it was. It's a lot of hunger. And believing that God's word is true. So so here's here's what Paul the Apostle said. I pray. Wait, 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 wait. Paul, now what, what's he doing? He's praying for the church of Ephesus, which was the model church at that time. So logically, I go, if Paul the Apostle needed to pray for the enhancement and the opening of their eyes, 
in that period of time, in the first apostolic age, how much more do we need to pray these apostolic prayers today? And here it is. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the surpassing greatness of his power towards us who believe? Folks, that's the Bible. It's a prayer of an apostle who is loving the body of Christ. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. Now, we personalize it, and we pray the Word of God. Now, but look at this again. What's he doing? Right now, we're talking about seeing mm-hmm. the eyes of your heart. Even with their noteworthy faith and love, Paul knew that they had only begun to scratch the surface of mining God's inexhaustible riches. He wanted the eyes of their hearts or their spiritual, natural, supernatural sense of sight to be what? Opened. Opened. Greater. It says enlightened to more heavenly things. With the eyes of your spirit, you can catch a sight of an compre- and comprehend the deeper things of the kingdom, namely the, oh, I love this so much. <laughs> Folks, I love this so much. I need hope. Hope is the positive expectation of good. Yes. And we pray that the eyes of our heart will be enlightened. I pray it like this. Here, here's the James Gall amplified paraphrased version. Okay. I, pr- I pray over the eyes of my heart. And I ask, Holy Spirit, open the aperture of my heart and send in shafts of revelatory light so that a picture could be developed within so that then I can see better, greater. The hope of not my calling, your calling. Wow, that's exciting. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yes. You know what? Uh, this is something that I think is important to point out that you're talking about. You know, when I when I first introduced you and I said that you're both a prophet and a seer, but Paul was praying this prayer to the church at Ephesus, to the believers, not necessarily to the prophets and the seers, but to the believers. Yeah. So that to me as a believer is so exciting. Uh, let's talk about another word. Let's talk about all right, thank you. Yeah, let's talk about feeling. Oh, my. Talk <laughs> about feeling? Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, well, in the book of Proverbs, it says this. From the heart flow or flows mm-hmm. the issues of life. Oh. And it talks about that we're to watch over our heart with all diligence. Because out of it flows. There's a flow. Mm-hmm. There is a river that flows. And Jesus said, out of your innermost being will flow rivers, plural. And Proverbs again says, and out of the heart flows issues of life. Now, do you want to what's coming out of you to bring life to people? Yes. Or do you want to create a culture of doubt and unbelief Mm -mm. and gloom? No. No. Here. Yeah. Our five basic physical senses, sight, hearing, touch, taste, smell, are also essential to our spiritual makeup. They function to receive and to receive. You got to get this, folks. Yes. Receive and discern revelation from God. Yes. So now we turn to the spiritual equivalent of the physical senses of what? Now we're talking about, you asked about the word feeling, five senses, touch. Now there's an old song in the charismatic movement that goes, he touched me. 
Right. Oh, he touched me. Folks, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he wants to touch you with his love. He wants to touch you with his joy. Really? Yes. He wants to touch you with compassion. He wants to touch you with his heart. And so now we turn to the spiritual equivalent of the physical sense of touch, which is feeling. Yes. As in our feelings or emotional responses, like as it could be like to the environment around us. Didn't you feel the wind? Oh, it's cold outside. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's a bright and sunny day. <laughs> I got songs like popping off on the inside of me right now. <laughs> I know this is different. That guy, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see obstacles in the way. Oh, you say, oh, that guy's an old crinner. Yeah. <laughs> hear what those words were? I can see clearly now. Yes. Guess what? The clouds are gone. In this situation, I can feel with purity. Mm -hmm. I can feel joy. I can be touched by the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And in my emotions, then respond with God's emotions instead of react in my soulish realm. Yes. And so we may ask, how does this help me pick up spiritual information? Well, again, <laughs> let's stay right here first. What are we going to do? We're going to do, we're going to present, we're going to surrender. Remember what we talked about? Surrender. Right. What we're going to do. We're going to declare freedom from the past, and we present then now our feeling, our heart, to the Lord. Yes, yes. Okay, James, we absolutely have to talk about what you call the sixth sense before we go away to break. We hear so much, so many references or people talking about the sixth sense. When we're talking about our spiritual senses and discernment, yes. what is the sixth sense? Well, this is what I believe. I believe the Bible says we now have the mind of Christ. Yes. That means we can have divine thought. Now, here's the word I use, knowing. You mm. know. See, the reference earlier was seeing with the eyes of the heart, feeling from God's emotions in union with our emotion. Now we're talking about knowing, the sixth sense. Sometimes I don't hear, sometimes I don't see, sometimes I don't taste or touch, but sometimes I know. And suddenly, I know that I know that I know that I know. Right. I don't always know how I know what I know, but <laughs> here's what's it's, it's amazing. It might be like a gift of faith. It might be a word of knowledge, but you know. And that knowing is a tiny portion of the mind of Christ. Everyone who is a believer has the mind of Christ. That means you as well as me. And as members of the body, we can begin to think his mm -hmm. thought. Mm. He may have this knowing inside that is unmistakably not our own. Right. But it is a knowing that is yours because it's his and you surrendered. Yes. You've declared and now you've received. James, it sounds like you're telling me that if we can learn and follow these instructions and, and truly and sincerely do these things that you're teaching us, that this gift, discernment, could, could affect every single decision and make every single decision that we face on a daily basis easier and more clearly and just more uh, easier for us to know, where do I go? What do I do? God, I surrender to you. Yeah. You enhance my knowing. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. so that I can that that I know where to go. I know what to do. I mean, it sounds like to me that this one gift, the gift of discernment, it, it kind of works in to enhance all the other gifts. Exactly, and we practice. Though I want to encourage you out there that are listening that no start is perfect. Okay. I have, I was a singer before I was ever a preacher. Some of you might go, really? Yeah, okay. Now, but I have now recorded um, a professional level uh, music recording called Never Alone. But, you know, I didn't just show up in the studio and go, hey, let's do it. No. What did I do? I took lessons. Mm. I practiced. He studied. Just with my daughter-in-law, who is a classical pianist, and I studied pieces of music, and then I practiced with her. Then I went and did an audition. Then I got paired up with a coach. Oh, a coach? Really? Yep, I did. <laughs> I did. I was diligent, and I worked. Works? Yeah. Faith with works, which is corresponding actions, yes. produces great fruit. Amen. And so I want to encourage you that it is surrender, it is declaration, it is receiving, and I want to encourage you with this. It is practice. Yes. Practice his presence. Practice knowings. Practice hunches. And one of the little key is this, learning to dial it down from a dust. Excuse me, excuse me, that's all it did. Thus saith the Lord, to giving expression to the impression. Yes, yes. Well, that is a good word. We're going to take a little break, but before we do, let me just remind everyone once more about James's brand new book, The Discerner, and his exclusive three CD teaching series. And remember now, each one of the three CDs includes two powerful messages. So instead of just three, you get six six messages. It's like carrying James around in a little conference in your pocket or in your in your computer. So it is a lot of wonderful teaching that you can listen to over and over again. And again, these are exclusively for our It's Supernatural and Messianic Vision audience. So Sid and I really would like to encourage you to get this resource for yourself, for your family, for your small group, or for your church. Well, James tells us that the revelation we get from discernment has an ultimate purpose, but I'm guessing that that purpose might just surprise you because it did me when I learned about it. We're going to be back in just a moment. Are you ready for a supernatural upgrade? Are you ready for God's answer to be made clear to you for every decision you face in your life? Are you ready to exercise your sixth sense? James Gall says he wants you to do more than just hear a word from God. His desire is to see you become the word. One of the devil's greatest schemes is deception. One of the church's greatest needs is discernment. James Gall is ready to mentor you in clearly hearing God's voice above all others in a way that will change your life forever. Call now and get James Gall's revelatory book, The Discerner, and six-part audio CD teaching You Can Be a Discerner, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9551. Through James Gall's new book and six-part audio CD teaching, you will learn how to hear, confirm, and act on prophetic revelation in a way never thought possible before. Through his book and audio CDs, you will find out that without discernment and sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, you cannot progress in your use of any gifts and callings. Understand how to hear God's voice in a clear way, filtering out any influence from other voices which are trying to interfere with God's agenda for your life. Learn how to surrender your senses of seeing, hearing, smelling, touching, and tasting to the Holy Spirit so that God can anoint them and activate them for His purposes. Begin to hear things from a divine dimension in a way you've never heard before. Begin to experience your ordinary sense of sight, becoming enriched with spiritual sight, enabling you to see beyond the limits of human vision into the invisible realm of God's kingdom. Learn to identify angels as well as their counterparts, demons. Gain a higher degree of wisdom regarding what God wants you to do and how to fulfill God's purposes. 
practices in your everyday life. Having James Gall teach you on these three audio CDs is like having him come and teach you in the comfort of your own home. James will personally pray for you for surrendering your five senses to God as an act of worship so that God will begin to bring increase of anointing that will flow through you in a higher level than ever before. An impartation for you to increase in discerning the voice of God from any others. A release of conviction, revelation, discernment, and freedom to you and your entire family. The gift of discerning of spirits. We can perceive, distinguish, differentiate what is the motivating spirit behind almost any manifestation. And the Holy Spirit is available and active, and you can be a discerner because this is not just for anybody, it's for you. Do you realize the edge you have over everyone on the planet that doesn't operate in discernment? I know you're ready for your discernment upgrade. The new book, The Discerner, and the exclusive three CD teaching series, you can be a discerner. Don't miss out on getting James Gall's revelatory book, The Discerner, and six-part audio CD teaching, You Can Be a Discerner. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience, yours, for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9551. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9551 or log on to Sid Roth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with James Gall, and we are having a wonderful conversation today with James. James, we have talked about a lot of great information here, but but it, does it ever seem to be like that there's so much information coming at you that it might just be, you know, uh, it might appear to be a maze? How do we navigate the maze? That is so good. You know, actually, even uh, in current day movies, uh, which I'm a movie buff, by the way, um, there is a series called The Maze Runner. Yes, yes, I'm aware. Uh, so, anyway, so, so those of you out there, that might be a connection. But for some of you, let me dial you back just a little bit because you know what? Sometimes it feels like, you know, so a maze. I actually constructed with my father, my dad's help. When I was in high school, I constructed what's called a maze. And you have, like, you know, a beginning point, and then there's all of these options. You go, oh, well, which direction do I go? Yes. Do I go straight? Do I go there? Do I take a left? Do I take a right? And then we're at a crossroads. And we go, oh, if I go there, then it's like, oh, but then here's an option. Oh, and then I got a bounce track. And, oh, well, maybe I'm lost. So I have to, like, uh, retrace because, oh, I know, I think I missed it. Oh, like, ah, can I start all over? <laughs> oh, and sometimes that's the way we. Feel, I said feel. It might not be true, but sometimes we feel like this decision-making process of being guided by the Holy Spirit, because we do sometimes have static that we've got to learn to control and clean out, because we, again, need to discern. Yes. Not only hear God's voice, we've got to learn to discern it from the voice of others. Well, that is encouraging because nobody wants to run around in a maze all the time. But, I, oh, my goodness, I just love what you said. And we all do it. We come to so many decisions that we have to make every single day in our lives. And to know that we can surrender this to God and start learning and practicing to to um, uh, give ourselves to this, this discernment and to allow it to... Uh, be enhanced in our lives. That was so totally, totally exciting for me. And another thing that you talk about in your book is creating a safe place for those that are running around in the maze and that are trying to to make the decisions and trying to become good discerners. uh, We need to create a safe place. What does that mean? Well, you know, in the faith, sometimes we often use this phrase, Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Yes. Risk. Okay. Now, an illustration I'm going to give you for a moment would be a tightrope. Really? (laughs) As we walk by faith, not by sight. And we have to step out, as it were, into the unfamiliar. But now, remember this. God wants you to hear and discern his voice and his ways more than you want to. 
God wants you to succeed in his purpose, plan, and destiny more than you want to. And remember, early on, Hebrews 5.14, that we do what? We have practice sessions. Yes. Because we practice to discern good and evil. So we have a lot of early lessons. Now, one of the things about walking a tightrope, <laughs> excuse me, folks, I just have to say this, praise God, okay? <laughs> I have been around the world. I have gone to Moscow, and I have seen, you know, where it's like there are no nets to the Circus Soleil or whatever it is in Moscow. I can't remember the name. And even, you know, the Bolshevik, uh, you know, this, that, and whatever. And I have been to that famous uh, circus, but in in that one, when the, the you know, the flying trapeze or the or the t- there isn't anything called a safety net yes oh but thank god <laughs> we have a safety net underneath our tightrope because we might slip because he will catch us because he does not have harm or ill will for us he wants us to learn, not get bumped and bruised so bad that we're, no, it's about a safe place. Yes, yes. My, um, one of the values, and this is a value statement, one of the values in my home or the way that me and being a father, I wanted my home to be a safe place Yes, a kid. I wanted them to enjoy life and adventure, but I also wanted it to be a safe place. And so I also wanted it to be a place to where it would be enjoyable to where they would invite their friends over to our house. Oh, that's so good. Because what? Our house became a safe Safe place. Mm -hmm. And other parents actually liked their kids coming to our house because why? We had banks to the river. Mm. There's lots of illustrations. If there's a river, there's two banks. Otherwise, it's runoff water, and it isn't going to be any good to anybody. So we got to create a true safe place. Strange illustration? No, not really. But in, in we, we can create with wisdom. Mm-hmm. True safe house can be built. My concern becomes in building in the body of Christ. Yes. A place where faith is celebrated, where there are no perfect starts, where we cheer and don't criticize, and we cause people to rise back up and try again. Yes. I have remained a dreamer. Folks, I'm not saying I've had perfect starts. I'm not saying that I've seen everything correctly. I've declared it, but I know this. My God is a God of 50 million chances. Yes. And he is the safest person I know. And I encourage you, no matter how old or how young, you can step out into new things. Because God's got a safety net of his love just ready to catch you. Yes, yes. So while we are surrendering and declaring and learning to discern in all of our humanness, there is a safe place, which certainly brings me to my next point that I'd love to talk to you about, James, that revelation has an ultimate purpose. Yeah. You know, I've written 40-some books, people, and I don't say that to boast, but I want you to know something, okay? I really <laughs> I really love this book, The Discerner. I think I have waited for the 12th chapter of this book for a long time. I think that this 12th chapter is a culmination of a lot of life. For me, because this 12th chapter is about Revelation's ultimate purpose. 
when the Word becomes flesh. The ultimate purpose of Revelation isn't just to get it and release it. The ultimate purpose is to become a Word. We could call it incarnational Christianity. Say, James, hold on. Jesus is the only incarnate one. John chapter 1, I know the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And so I am revering and worshiping only Jesus. Jesus is the Word incarnate. But I want us to have a goal, that Revelation's purpose in our life is to transform us and that we, too, can become a sign and a wonder Mm -hmm. that people read and they can look at us and they go, wow, they're relatable. Wow, their life has been transformed. Yes, yes. I want you to tell us a story before you go, because uh, to, to me, you had a story that just sort of signified what you're talking about, this, this revelation becoming flesh. And, uh, and you were speaking, you were in, I believe you said you were in Indonesia and you had a bodyguard um, who was working with you for several services and just the most amazing thing happened. Yeah. You know, these activities of the Holy Spirit are actually really humbling. Because if you kind of like step outside of it, you go like, whoa, you mean it's like, wow, it's like, this happened with me? Uh-huh. And it can happen with you. So just hold on, folks, while we close out with this last little story. Jesus appears to my Muslim bodyguard in Jakarta, Indonesia. A few years ago when I was ministering in Indonesia with a lot of people that you would know, like Heidi Baker and Bill Johnson. Mm-hmm. And, one of the, and Indonesia is the world's largest Muslim-populated nation in the world. I was, I had a personal bodyguard, not just for the meetings. This bodyguard was with me virtually day and night and went with me everywhere. And this man was a dedicated, not a nominal, this man was a dedicated Muslim. He had never been to church. He didn't know about Jesus. He'd never read the Bible. He did know some things about honor, though. And he was with me, and he was my guard. And everything that I, I, I would teach, and I didn't know it. And while I was in these, and there was like 8,000 people or so. Anyway, there were a lot of people in the, in the gathering. And while I would be up there, and it would be being translated, this man started having visionary encounters. And so, uh, so here, let me just give this to you. And so during one of my messages, unbeknownst to me, he had a revelatory encounter with God. The next day... He went up to the front. He actually takes the microphone, and he says, listen to Prophet James Gull. Now, I don't actually literally refer to myself that way. I believe that's up to others. I don't name mm-hmm. himself. I believe that's actually is up to others. Mm-hmm. But this man, because Jesus said this, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you'll receive a prophet's reward. This man says to the people, listen to James Gull. And while I was teaching, he says, I had a vision, light and glory came, and many angels appeared to me. And when he finished, I got up to speak. And while I was preaching, the next message, the next day, he, I don't know it at the time, he is taken into a transvisionary place. While his eyes were open, he was just standing there as my bodyguard. And Jesus, oh my goodness. I have been around the supernatural almost all my life, and I had never heard of this one. It's like the curtains parted, and this man saw Jesus and his disciples. And Jesus speaks to him. And he says, would you be one of my disciples? And on the spot. He was pierced by the spirit of conviction and revelation. And on the spot, this man gives his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. I've never known anyone having a vision of Jesus and his disciples. Hmm. This powerful encounter 
has had, I know, long-lasting results. How do I know? A year later, I went back, and a year later, I found out this man got water baptized, joined the church, his wife got saved, and he took it. That's that amazing. Our national Christianity, that is being a discerner. And I want you to know this. What you carry can get on others because it got on. <laughs> that is an amazing story. I love it. Well, I I want us to be able to have just a moment to pray for those that are listening, James, while we're here. And I, I know that you have faced obstacles and challenges um, with your health on occasion, and you have just stuck right in there 100% with God and done what you knew to do with all the faith inside of you. And you have been, and you have been victorious every single time. And so I, I always know that there's people that are listening that, that have challenges with their health. And so I love to have someone who has faced these, come through them and been victorious to pray for people. But also a second thing, I really want to have you pray before we leave that the senses, the spiritual senses of our listeners would be enhanced and that they would become discerners, that they would become discerners and then also pray for those that might be facing something with their health. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Father, we engage from our heart because out of our heart flows issues of life. And Lord, your word says that we're to put our hand to the plow. Yes. And not look over our shoulder, but to keep looking straight ahead. And I am one who's put my hand to that plow. And there's been many times I could have taken my hand off. There's been many times I could have looked down. But I want to say, by the grace of God, you have helped me to look straight ahead or to look up. And I speak to the people right now who have difficult times, who have strained relationships, who maybe are ill or sick with a and with a with a almost like a medical word limitation curse put on them, and I say I have faced this, and I want to declare over you: you are more than a conqueror. Hallelujah! In Christ Jesus. Yes. And I speak to your inner man. I speak to your soul. I declare over you. I say, rise up, warrior. Rise up, valiant one. I say, may the strength of endurance and perseverance that's beyond your ability come upon you, be activated within you. And I declare that no sickness or no disease shall have the final word. Yes. The cross has the final word. And the cross of Jesus has the final word. And the final word of Jesus on the cross was, it is finished. So I declare with you over your life, and I declare it is perfectly complete in Christ. And I say, everything that has a name must bow at the name of Jesus. Yes. So sickness, disease, alienation, abandonment, you put your own name in there, people, it bows now, and it must worship the name of Jesus. So I speak health and strength and healing. Now, folks, I want you to do one thing. If you're, if it's possible, if you're driving a car, don't do what I'm going to tell you, okay? <laughs> put your hands on your heart right now. I pray that the eyes of your heart will be enlightened that you might know the hope of his calling, the surpassing greatness of his power towards us 
who believe. And that you might know, you hear the word knowing people, that you might see, hear, feel, know the glorious inheritance in the saints and the surpassing greatness of his power towards us who are believing believers. So today we surrender. Today we declare freedom. Today we receive. And today we practice. Yes. And we thank you that we are going from glory to glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, yes. Well, what a pleasure it is to always spend time with James Gall. James, thank you so much for being with us. And now, here's Sid to tell you how you can get James's brand new book and the three-CD teaching series, The Discerner. Sid? Did you know that every follower of Jesus receives the gifts of revelation and discernment, and every believer needs to know how to use them. You see, without discernment, believers cannot progress in the use of the other gifts. James Gall's new book is The Discerner, and he's also prepared an exclusive three-CD teaching series, You Can Be a Discerner. The Discerner is a wonderful introduction for beginners, but also a challenging call for those already immersed in prophetic revelation. You can order James' new book, The Discerner, an exclusive three-CD teaching series, You Can Be a Discerner, which includes a total of six sessions, all for an investment of only $35 U.S. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. 2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's sidroth.org. Be sure to ask for offer number 9551. That's offer number 9551. 